0: everybody and welcome back to the latest episode of the what topic podcast with your host josh Deakin at miss josh deacon
1: and your co-host owen burkett at Owen dog bucket
0: and uh yeah i'll say uh <laughs> we've been gone now for nearly three and a half weeks if i'm nearly right. three
1: weeks yeah it did make and, me think about like should we get should we get back to the swing of things because and look like i said like um as we keep saying we've been in lockdown um and it's a bit difficult to come up with um, any news topics um that's going on besides the fact that people are getting vaccinated we're still dealing with a pandemic and mm. that's it you really mm. it's
0: a it's a weird time to be alive at the minute and um
1: a little bit yeah
0: we, i think in a way we kind of just got a bit like carried away with having time away from the podcast because like we have a sort of almost like a structurally weekly recording that would normally ever be on a Friday or a Saturday today. We're actually recording it on a Wednesday and this might actually come out on Friday. So this might be available to you guys on the 12th of February. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's times flown by. There's three, three plus weeks of, of, uh, doing stuff. I mean, I've been trying to get back into some like sort of normality of shooting through a uh, virtual shooting, uh, using an app called clause mm. C C L O S. um, for those of you who follow us you'll you'll know that like me and Owen have like spoke about stuff like this in our story like you've mentioned like t- the idea of doing shoots uh with people as well.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Like well it's only because that I've obviously got a new phone and soon I'll have I'll be having new lenses and filters and such that I kind of want to get into instead excuse, of shooting excuse, landscapes yeah. then I want to at least um you know try it, my hand on um editing with using lightroom and so, such and such so i just thought if anyone will be open to it you know once it's safe to go out and everything then hopefully that would be more encouraging for me to get more creative so, yeah definitely
0: yeah. i would say it's 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 really good to uh like just kind of like get a bit closer to doing the real thing again like i some of, i mean just some of the people i shot with recently on my account like um obviously i've, I've shot with like I wouldn't say, like, playing it easy, safe kind of people, like people that I I shoot with regular anyway. But I think that, like, because I've been, like, just taking it easy, not, like, rushing it, like, I ain't getting fatigued by it as much, which is nice because some of the stuff that I've been doing, like, I mean, I've got to shoot, uh, as of this recording, uh, in the evening, I'm posting uh, a set, a a Valentine's set, you know, sort of like Valentine's in with a set with my uh, one of my great model friends, uh, Steph. Uh, I'll say um, if you if you guys know us on Instagram, we have said our Instagram names at the start. Uh, you'll have seen my work on there before. I say most of our listeners might be from our accounts anyway, and not all, always recur, recurring new users. Uh, so, but I mean, for those who have never like come across us before, like check out our accounts um, for a bit more updated information on what we're talking about. But yeah, I'll say she did something pretty interesting that I've never seen someone do before. She did red lipstick, but use Her lipstick to do a bit of her eyeliner, which was really weird. Oh, okay, and I didn't think that, yeah. like, that was something that you should be. I mean, I would have thought like there's some like toxic stomach in in like
1: lipstick. No, I mean, nowadays, I mean, nowadays, like makeup is usually pretty, um, pretty harmless. Like, it's vegan most of
0: the time, isn't it? As well,
1: yeah, it's more sort of um. You know, vegan, cruelty-free, like sort of products. You know, the more I would
0: imagine, though, getting it directly in your eye would hurt as well, though. Still, <laughs> like ah, just put lipstick over my eye right. Well,
1: now. I mean, depending how close of the you know lipstick you want, you know wh- how it looks. But mm. I don't know. But, but the but... Bit,
0: the brilliant bit was that like the way she incorporated like she did, like um, so she went for like a sort of a coral reddish bra and a denim jacket. And then also the inclusion of a hair just being done up in a certain way—it was honestly like really good. For okay. Me. Like I would have loved to do it in person, but obviously pandemic can't do that. Yeah, it, um, yeah. But honest, honestly, like open my eyes again. It did like because honestly, like I've been going through that sort of weird phase in the last few weeks that like I just can't enjoy editing photos or doing new stuff because you it don't hurts. have that can't creative spark.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like you just you just it's really hard like like you said like you know we we're, were so used to how things were bit, you know before the pandemic happened and that's how we got you know very enthusiastic about certain things and because we don't have that or even have the luxury of you know meeting up with people or having you know uh, the, gr- the the group shoots that we used to have then um, you know it's hard to kind of get inspired by that And I guess the only way we can do that is to kind of just push ourselves a little bit slowly and, but, you know, just trying to find something to um, keep ourselves busy. Mm. And it's so difficult. Like I said, I I mean, I'm supposed to, I was supposed to be uh, writing up a script that um, I was supposed to do another draft uh, of it. But again, I just haven't found the sort of um, uh, inspiration or anything like that to get into it. But, what i'm now trying to do is trying to watch something that would be um you know motivational to get me into it yeah yeah
0: um i'll say it's 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 just one of those things at the minute like just like just working with what you've got and like just enjoying what you can i mean it would be nice it would be nice to go outside and shoot a bit more regularly now but like it's just like i think i think once things get a bit more um easier again i mean obviously we have had like good news with the vaccine in the uk for those who don't know uh, our vaccine uh program in the uk is now past 10 million uh first jabs which is great i'm imagining by now the second lot of jabs are already being estimated at the minute because um, it's been nearly i think it's meant to, it's meant to be up to 12 weeks i think isn't it um
1: what to take the second jab yeah it's uh, depending what uh you get, if it's the Pfizer vaccine, then I think it's about 21 days, and if it's the Aderna vaccine, then it's about 19 to 20 days, and roughly got The
0: Oxford, uh, Ash- uh, the Ash- recent Australia. one,
1: although that they they're reconsidering about the Oxford uh, because of the South African variant that's been brought up, so they oh, have, no, they, to... they,
0: have uh, they have put on pause in South Africa and in Brazil as well, I believe, um,
1: yeah. Um, so
0: um there's talks that, like, yeah it's, not, it's, it's gonna be a bit more weaker isn't
1: it yeah i'm mean, um, so i mean right now the pfizer and the aderna is still the the two recommended um vaccines that uh everyone should go for i mean my mum's uh had the aderna vaccine she would have preferred the pfizer but that's the one she got um yeah
0: yeah I say my uh, my my two friends who work in, in the NHS like that. One, one works in like you know testing COVID and like you know STD S- STDs, yeah, STDs, yeah. STDs, STD, that's it, <laughs> and other <laughs> things like that. Um, and uh, the other one works within like like part A and E, but like not A as such. Like she's like like a floating like uh, agency worker for the NHS. So right. Essentially, essentially they both had to have the vaccine, obviously. So they both had it within about a month of each other. So they were they were like as as the government promised, were one of the first sets of people to get it.
1: Oh so, that's that's cool. Yeah, so um so she's she's she, obviously she's gonna have the second jab when it when she can get it.
0: I don't um, know whether they had which one they had though. I believe at the time, um my one friend who had it first had the Pfizer one because that was the one that was available at the start of January. Yeah, yeah. At least uh, I, I think even she might have even had it in December. Actually, I think she might have had it before anyone else, before most people. Did. I know the
1: Pfizer was one of the they, the was like the first one that came out, and I, I then I
0: the. I, I keep getting confused. Like I'm sure you're feeling the same way. Like you get confused that you think that it started in January, but it actually started in December, didn't it? All the vaccines.
1: They that's when they started bringing out. Yeah. Um,
0: so by now, like you, that that number of people that will have had that second jab and will be well. We hope to. I mean, obviously, they the, the, the medical people know more of this than we do. But like, obviously, that's like the sort of, as I say, quotation marks, full immunity from COVID. But like, obviously, the first one gives you um, lesser effects if you do get COVID. But then, obviously, the second one's supposed to be like that magic bullet, essentially. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, as I said previously, they they're probably looking to for everyone to be vaccinated at least by September. That's if things, you know, obviously go ahead and um, run smoothly and everything. But, yeah, um, hopefully by the summer, everyone m- would have been, you know, mostly vaccinated. I mean, um, 10
0: million plus now. And, like, I'm just thinking, like, is, is, how do you, how does this happen that, like, the test and trace in the UK was so shabby compared to, like, this vaccine rollout? Like, obviously, I know well, that's important. But, yeah. like, you'd have thought that, like, to get at least... Some recognition and also getting the, the death stand in our country. It'd been helpful to have had both been a success, but obviously, test and trace yeah. was not a well-beaten system at all by any stretch of the imagination.
1: No, not at all. Um, it's just the fact that people that they, they have to tell you like you have to get the app and then you have to make sure that your Bluetooth was on and and all of that. And you know, I can I can understand why because even I got kind of put off from going out because the fact that you have to make sure you scan you know the barcode and everything and people do- and i knew a few friends of mine it's not like they were doing it on purpose like they just said what well, well, i did i just never did that did that and I, um...
0: mean, I was i mean uh before before uh lockdown happens again and like we was in tier three in december like i had to go up to leicester for some uh to, to go to go and help a friend with something and uh technically you weren't really meant to be going further away from tier three but then again I was Leicester was tier for it at the same time as me so it was like okay mm. well I'm not moving from tier to, I'm only moving from the same tier to the same tier so it's like not that bad and I'm and I'm obviously keeping myself for myself and I weren't going on a train or anything like that I was actually in a car so like I was yeah. I was, I was, I was with, my, with with the friend my friend going up to another friend isolated so like was only interacting with one friend um, yeah so we, well was sure. at, we was out of the system as you could say um, uh, when we went up to when we went to Leicester though um, you know, just making sure that like, uh, we're just getting some food, like was on the way around, so obviously we did technically do an interaction of going to get some food, so we went, we went to get Jollibee, um, in Leicester, like, for those who don't know, Jollibee's like, um, it's from, um, oh, trying to get the the Philippines, that's it, I couldn't remember the country name for a second, it's from the Philippines, uh, it's like, inspired food they like they got like like really nice infused chicken oh my god it's like if you've never heard of jolly bait look it up honestly there's 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 quite a few now, you right? i remember
1: you it wasn't it you and lydia that yeah really hyped, hyped it up. <laughs> honestly uh, you... mate
0: it's like such an orgasm of food it's brilliant but yeah like, obviously <laughs> that's not the point i was making no. so, like we went to get food there obviously we, they wanted us to scan the test and trace app and i was like oh should i be should i be doing this considering i'm not in my region right now and I was like okay I scanned it anyway and it was it was fine nothing happened after that but like if I was to go out now and go to somewhere like Tim Hortons in Birmingham and like scanned it there would I would they know to would, would it be would it be digitally like signed like there's no like kind of like where them known I've been there like they've know they know I checked in there but they don't know my name it's just my yeah name.
1: Well, the whole point of the um, obviously everyone would know this, but obviously the the you know the whole point of the track and trace them. So if in case if you did get tested positive for coronavirus, then they would know, let the the places know that where they would. You know track back to where mm. it potentially could have got it or anything like that so but yeah it's it's kind of why that it was a bit of a 50 50 situation but i can understand why the vaccine is doing much more better because we need people mm. to get
0: vaccinated it's a shame so, that it's a shame that we didn't marry the two up because like i mean there, you might have saw it that video that from people's momentum um moment, uh, was it momentum Uhment mementos. a few weeks ago that basically like said like imagine if we'd actually gone into lockdown like in like say me- uh end of February and then like we'd have had like a great test and trace system and everything else that fell in line like we- our country wouldn't have had a hundred thousand deaths by now
1: I' um, no like like I said like I love how people get so defensive with you know, how the Conservatives and even Boris Johnson has been responding to the pandemic. And I just go, uh, yeah, all right, then uh, look at what Jacin- Jacin- like Jacinda Ardern, I know she's a really easy um example to use, but it's an easy example to use for a reason, because she, you know, did exactly what any world leader should have done. And, you know, taking it seriously, putting harsher uh, you know lockdown rules or restrictions mm. and i remember one of a uh, one of the uh one of the uh, political i can't remember if it, uh, you know the exact details but people someone from the um you know new zealand government they he did a um a trip to the south island and obviously the capital was in wellington in north island so he went all the way down to the south island and when people got got wind of uh, wind of it he got demoted
0: Ooh.
1: Like, like he he went, he was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, should I should have done that. I'm like, well, no shit, Sherlock. And then you look so... at like
0: our country and like they're just getting like a slap on the wrist, and that's it.
1: Why well, that's it. that wasn't it? Like Dominic Cummings who did that that car trip. So that video so... that I
0: said from people's Moment, uh, momentum, I think that's what they're named. They said that like if uh, when Dominic Cummings was found out for what he did, the but Boris Johnson didn't did, didn't let him let him go away with it, and he fired him there on the spot. Imagine if he did that in in actual life, like. He have got so much more people on his side. If it was basically,
1: if it was anyone else that outside the government, they would have got fined and everything else. Made but, an
0: example
1: of um, the fact that they, you know, they're keeping uh, bars open and um, restaurants for all these politicians, and yet we're the ones we have to suffer. Mm. But ed- but actually, something the good news, good news out of um, that whole situation. I know you probably found out about this. Um, they are um, there was a lot of um, petitions that um, Tyler and I. I've signed up for, and they are considering to open gyms, um, yes. open yes. during lockdown because obviously, you know, working out is you know vital for people's mental health.
0: Yeah, and uh, also that um the the gym owner that got really big last year, Nick uh, Campilo, I think his name is. Uh, yeah. It, obviously, he's been campaigning recently again to uh, also like do something similar to like the Eat Out to Help Out program, like uh like, uh, workout to help out. So like you you get like a discount to go to the gym uh like like basic, basically you, you'd be paid basically like half of it, the price per month to go to the gym to make it more yeah. feasible and more direct to you uh because mm-hmm. honestly i think that'd be a great idea because like gyms are not cheap let's be honest no and, not at all and, and like i mean there was a comment in the comment section on that petition uh thing saying like like gyms aren't as important as other sectors i'm like yes it is because for starters gyms actually promote healthy living and if you're able to go and work out in that gym you're not going to cause many problems as opposed to somewhere like the supermarket if you look at the scale of like percentage of where like covid was catched people have catched covid at like the top scale of the scale which is supermarkets primary schools colleges universities they're all in like the 15 to 20 percent of adoption rate of covid whereas if you look at like something like the gym and even hospitality hospitality is actually just below the gym the gym well that's 0. because 0. um zero point uh, zero two right 0%. that's mad right
1: well i could the only reason i could probably think of is because obviously they they're only doing takeaways so obviously you just literally just go in go out and that's it like you're not oh, really no, um you know, i believe,
0: I believe yeah. this i believe that the um the last time this was recorded was November, but the statistics were from October and September. Uh, to go out.
1: okay, right, gotcha. But even still, like, that's still the same principle. People don't really hang around... to you know to get their food or whatever they just go in and get out and that's it and obviously we're shopping like for food and everything like you spend more time inside inside, exactly and i I guess um, the reason
0: why gyms haven't been like up there with like somewhere like supermarkets or private schools is because they're spread out gyms aren't meant to be claustrophobic they're meant to be open wide environments.
1: well i think the problem is say like um i know this is probably a you know not even close to an you know a comparison to our situation to this country's situation but in a America, obviously, with gyms. I think the problem is that is, you know, they just, you know, they just allow as many people they can fit in, whereas they should only have a certain amount that you can come in. And they're like saying when and I think that the thing about it is that, you know, so obviously you have to wear a mask and um you know if you do use water bottles bring your own and etc and uh, basically the same thing as you, know, you would go to anywhere else but um i think it's probably going to be a bit tough because obviously um it's usually is spread out i think um because i usually go in the evenings or early mornings and you know there was never a situation where i think social You'd distancing be would have been an issue people, yeah, yeah. So I
0: think that's also like it reminds me of like the situation that uh, London had when they went into tier 4 like there were people literally scramming to train stations to try and get out for Christmas because like they was like yeah I'm not going to spend London- spend Christmas in tier 4 in London but then obviously everywhere we went into tier 4 after Christmas so it was short lived obviously but for those people like they were literally cramming onto trains and the train operators were basically saying like this train is basically pat to the brim if you want to get on get on if you don't get off now Like they were giving like an option there and then, like that's like an extreme example of like you know claustrophobic space. Obviously, like because trains have notoriously been throughout the lockdowns and most of the last year in twenty twenty completely empty. Like they were mostly Mm. being funded until I think June or July by the government. Like they weren't actually making a profit.
1: No, exactly, and it's it's really tough though because obviously um, you need to try um, at least. You know, finding ways to get around everything, but obviously, you know, using public transport is one of the few things that you could transmit the diseases and, and uh it's probably why that um uh someone like me that's trying to get back to work to in the film and T V industry, they always ask, like, Are you taking public transport or are you driving? And um I guess I'm, always, I'm I'm pretty lucky with um obviously I got filming on Friday that um, you know, my sister um, is willing to um, you know take me to the hotel I'll be staying and then um, she will be, be able to pick me up so you know getting them back is not an issue I mean it was never it, it wasn't never an issue before the pandemic happened what I would normally do is I just travel up the day before stay in a hostel or somewhere mm-hmm. close by and then just do it that way And um, so, yeah, it's just it's just it's tough to obviously with the public transport, you know, like you said, it's been funded by the government. But if nobody is paying the tickets or fares, then it's kind of like, how are they going to keep up with, um, you know, maintaining all these uh, trains and buses and so Hmm. on and so forth? I mean, um, a good
0: example of like how much time has passed since we were able to go like out, out, and just go like anywhere we wanted to in the. Oh the- god, last the last time I probably did that. The- is-, is the fact in Birmingham, I uh, I was I-, I had to go in- into Birmingham on Saturday last week, uh, and uh, essentially the whole of the this the whole of the top section of um of like Broad Street in Birmingham. For those who don't know, that's like like the main street that like comes from like up the, the the top side direction if you're going out towards like other city directions um it's like a big open passage which a lot of people come down but like the roads have now been closed off because they're now the metro is coming down there now and like it was crazy because right outside where the city world is there um they've completely built up one of the platform uh, the two platforms for the step for where like the the metros stop it is gonna stop at like one of the stops coming along there and mm-hmm. I'm like Jesus Christ like they've done all that and like and I was like oh yeah of course they've done that in like nearly two months now like they've had two months where nobody has been in their way and they've literally just been plowing on so like you can kind of say that like i mean uh the transport secretary said this last year uh that like a lot of um a lot of construction work has gone ahead and been finished quicker than it would have normally been because people are right
1: because yeah they're staying at home or at the very least like it's not disrupting anyone's journeys, so it's not really Mm -hmm. a particular issue so
0: So there is there is an upside to some of this stuff like obviously it's not an upside that you like you're gonna
1: obviously obviously after this all blows over it's gonna go back to the way it was before (laughs) so it's just like oh bloody hell like uh southern railway surfaces are late again and blah blah blah, and all that Mm. but yeah Yeah. no it's um
0: the way it is i think (laughs) But but
1: yeah so, anyways, you've got something to bring up with like something technology-based, haven't you?
0: Yes. Uh, I, I think we'll go very quickly to a break because I'm going to quit Lou break. <laughs> for those okay. who, who, who know, obviously, when you're doing a podcast, you do have to stop for Lou breaks. This time, I've been very unfortunate and I need to go now. So, yeah, we're going to be back after this short break.
1: Cool. All right. And we're back on this uh, week's episode of What Topic Podcast. So uh so we talk about the whole update with the pandemic and uh so with our situation in the here in the uk mm-hmm. um now we're gonna get on a bit of lighter news so um yeah we're gonna talk about it with some tech uh, movie and just fun news for now on Definitely. so um uh, what is the first one up on this round?
0: Yeah, so first one is uh, it's been detected in the new iOS 14.5 uh, update that you'll soon be able to change your default music service on iOS. So currently, you if you try and open like music stuff, like it has to be out, out of the music app, which is obviously got Apple Music in it as well, which yeah. gives Apple a bit a bit of uh, an unfair advantage over over, over apps, I guess. Uh, but yeah. what is, is basically going to be the case now is when you want to like uh, like open audio in an app it will let you open it in another app so like that could be like a, like a spotify or it could be apple podcasts youtube music pocketcasts uh overcast any of your favorite apps So the idea is then that um, it's no longer just going to be default email and browser apps now like you're going to be able to like just choose what you listen to on so like if you go to siri oh can i listen to this song on this uh can i listen to this song from this artist and it'll go which one do you want to use or you can set a default
1: okay fair enough. so you, yeah
0: so you don't even have to you don't even have to think about like you know like when you speak to like your, your google home or your alexa like you don't even have to think about what service because you've set a default service with the device mm. when you set it up yeah so literally you can just go just play i don't know play um knee socks by arctic monkeys and it all like yeah play, playing it on spotify i'm like not right now you can do with you, it, it, siri allows you to play a song with spotify if you go though know, you say the words huh and siri I'm not going to say it's so I don't set mine off all you. Oh, okay. It's still four. I was talking yeah. to it. <laughs> still set it off. And then you just say, play this song on Spotify and it'll go, play this song on Spotify and it'll open the app for you. So that's yeah.
1: Cool. That's cool. I mean, so when is that, Uh, when are they aiming to release it? So,
0: down? Normally things that are in beta uh from Apple. So like this is the next uh dot update on. So we're on 14.4 that got released two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah. There was like there was a vulnerability in like some other software patches that had to be patched. Um but the, the 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 normal sort of like time scale for these updates is normally within I think three to five weeks normally. So we could expect this by end of February, start of March maybe. So that's that's a good thing to hear. It's a good thing to hear. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, like I said, like, we've got nothing, you know, we've got nothing waiting for. So I guess a new update for a phone is, I guess, the best things we could look forward oh, yeah, to.
0: <laughs> definitely. Um, I'd so say the next, the next tech update we've got here for you is a bit more controversial, but, uh, I think it'll make a bit more sense when we start talking about it. Uh, so Instagram will now limit the reach of reposts from TikTok within its Reels clone. So they basically put out on instagram on their creators TikTok, uh, creator's, TikTok. <laughs> creators um instagram account uh, it was 21 hours ago and it's basically says new best alert we're making improvements to how we recommend reels in places uh like the reels tab uh to have the best shot at being discovered follow the best practices on this on this thing here." so like They've like they've displayed out like little things, but like one of the things that caught people's attention obviously was the, cap- the fact that um, it said in something in the bad stuff. So I'll-, I'll read out the good stuff, like obviously to you know for fair and balance. Um, yeah. It says basically. Uh, do post a reel that is entertaining and fun so ie delights people grabs their attention makes them laugh or has a fun twist or surprise so like we know we like that kind of one like so like the one that's like uh, put your head on your shoulders and then it's like it turns to the street song by Doja and it's just someone like in red like like a red sort of neon background right. and yeah. they're like oh look at me my figure looks amazing in the dark you know kind of thing um that thing yeah i at least you know it gets you a few laughs and a bit fun. And obviously, and I showed you that one by Adam W that literally like he's like got the got his friend on his phone. And he's like, "Oh, I'm joining her," and then, and then it joins like, her. And then
1: then you just hear like, "What's going on?" It's like, "No, I'm, I'm I'm on the call from my mum." Like, <laughs> like... uh, yeah, so that's other, funny.
0: Yeah. Other ones on the air is like you know it's inspiring. So it like starts a trend uh, using the creative tools like text filters, camera effects. So like that one did. Um, Uses uh, vertical video, uh, so horizontal videos are typically not as easy to recreate, obviously. Uh, Uses music from the Instagram music library and or original audio you can create or find on Reels, so not using copyrighted content unless you use it through their music library. And also maybe if it's an experiment, try something new, be yourself and see what works for you. Now, on to the stuff that is taboo on Reels. So uh, I'll say, Owen, do you want to read out some of them at the top? Oh God, I'm gonna have to pick it up. <laughs> Essentially, I, so he was ready for it. I, did, I,
1: did, I, I know you said be ready for it, but I, I don't know. I guess, um, uh, but I got it. So we apologise um, for this continuity error. We apologise <laughs> uh, with uh, Owen's negligence of. <laughs> nah, nah, we're joking. We're joking. Anyways, yeah, uh, you know, when it decides to load up, oh for God's sake. Now, okay, got it. Now, right. So, <laughs> so um, this is the reasons that to don't post a reel that uh, one is blurry due to low resolution, which mm. is fair enough because you know um, it's kind of like the same thing. Like when you're making a film, is like if the visuals or the audio is absolute dog shit, then it's going to Nobody's going to watch it. No, no one's going to no. be interested. No, not at all. Um, number two is <laughs> number two is. Um, Visibly recycled from other apps, i.e., contains uh, logos or watermarks. Um, so that will probably mean that if it um, says on the on the bottom corner, it will probably say TikTok or um, another app or anything like that. Which I would presume that will be the thing. Uh, number three is uploaded with a border around it. So um, I'm I'm not too sure
0: why that probably is a an issue with that i mean i, I mean, kind of understand why it could be because um a border kind of distracts from the content i guess so
1: but mm, i don't know maybe that's just a thing like i'd probably want to be against it but that's just me um number four um uh, it has to has the, the majority of the image covered by text. So basically, if you're going to have, if you're going to create something and it's just covered by loads and loads and loads of texts, there's just no point creating something. Because a real is supposed as-
0: to be like a sort of short burst video. Essentially, it, it's, it?
1: like, it's basically like what Vine did. Like you make six second uh, videos and, and TikTok,
0: <laughs> and TikTok,
1: Yeah. So, but that's the thing. So if you, cause you might as well have um, just put a story with a bunch of text. And that way, Um, but they also says at the uh, at the bottom. It says these types of reels won't be recommended as often to people who don't yet follow you in places like reels tab, but will still be shown the way they always have been to your followers. For example, on your profile, on feed, as long as they meet our community guidelines. So, um,
0: it's definitely a crackdown. Let's be honest
1: it is a bit of crackdown and the thing is is that i you know we kind of talked about this beforehand and we're just going to extend it here so Mm -hmm. um i'm personally not really against it i I think this is probably biased to my perspective because i don't use TikTok as much i i just made one video because everyone else was just this was during i think the first lockdown and everyone went on TikTok because there was they were bored and they want something to do which is understandable and it's like fair play to them but for me I just did not see anything that I <laughs> it's trying to be inspired in a situation where it's really hard to be inspired like we said earlier and it's it's probably going to be really difficult to you know help get followers in different platforms so if you're showing a tiktok video in instagram it's probably all well and good to know where to follow them if you know come if you make it on if you if you want them to find them on tiktok or something like that but i think in some ways as we spoke earlier is that if you're not creating original content on this particular platform mm. um then it's kind of like, well, what's the point? It's always character um, to
0: intuitive, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And um, so, but then at the same time, I um, I understand why people are a bit frustrated with that because obviously they want to extend, you know, um, there's, there's loads of platforms that can get creative it. But I also understand that, you know, if you're creating a video on Instagram, you might as well use reels, for example, and you do something different on TikTok. Yeah. So
0: it's been it's, it's been it's been a little bit more diverse with your content because for, for me it's like okay you want people to go to your TikTok what's the worst way you could piss somebody off by reposting your t- uh, your TikTok as a reel it's a bit of a it's basically a bit of a like oh you're going to watch it on this instead of my actual TikTok it's almost like they're trying to like yeah. make you angry almost like annoyed like even if it's not in 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 like it's it's more like an indirect kind of thing rather than a direct thing it's still the same problem and like i know that more creators that i follow have actually started to now make more videos within reels and i think the reason why that is is because instagram is is actually putting like a lot of good port a lot of they're pouring a lot more into reels like i think reels has got better in like the the last two three months um alone like i think reel got launched back in the summer if i remember rightly and it was only i, in think, three, so. I think it was only yeah. like india and another two markets but then obviously they went global and uh youtube was like mkbhd did a, an interview with the the guy that basically like heads up reels and like i think i think to be honest reels has become its own product on its own like obviously i know it's copying tiktok but then again hey they've done it before with stories and like stories is its own thing now like the oh diversity yeah diversity and difference now
1: yeah, no, definitely for sure. And it's like, you know, Instagram Stories is pretty much the you know, the their version of Snapchat essentially. Yeah. It's the poster child for that. And the thing is like that's another app I kind of got I, I got I got old with I mean, I did used to use it quite often, but then when Instagram bought it on, I kind of went, oh, there's no point using Snapchat anymore.
0: Yeah, Snapchat kind of lost what what was its secret sauce for many years and i think that like the reason why instagram stories just works is because it's integrated and i think that's where like facebook knows that they can keep getting more people to come back to new Mm. features even if they first hate them like i think a good example of like products that have been hated for many years like i watched a video earlier about um the 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 rise and the fall of like say for example msn messenger and right. it kept getting better and better and better. But then it hit a brick wall of like, what can we do next? Like, what can we innovate with next? And then along came something like Skype and basically just trampled all over it. And then obviously, as we know, Microsoft bought Skype years ago as well. Mm. And like, if you really look at it, Instagram is... You know, something that wasn't a Facebook product at the start. It was owned by two completely different people out of the Facebook setup, and the same with WhatsApp as well. Uh, you know, if you can't yeah. beat, if you can't beat and buy them, is 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 sort of the method of Facebook in a way. Like obviously, Reels was created by instagram and facebook but it obviously was inspired very heavily by tiktok so like yeah it's man. a very different way of doing it and obviously facebook have had a lot of failure projects for years and obviously there's you know regulations that uh, also regulatory um constraints that are going on at the minute like obviously people in the united states want to basically break companies apart like you know uh, instagram basically moved, removed from facebook like um they probably want like Uh, Google to like remove services like Gmail and stuff like that and make them separate services like YouTube again I mean honestly it just like it makes you think of just like how much these different platforms are ingrained in your daily life and little things like this can pee people off but honestly I think on the whole I think Instagram wants people to be original and I don't think that's too much to ask for for people to just (laughs) not keep reposting the same old recycled shit Sorry to use that word to be blunt, but the same recycled shit that I could go on TikTok and see. Like I'm only one app away from. My- yeah,
1: no, I totally agree. And um and it's probably one of the reasons why I haven't really made any videos on TikTok. I mean, I could probably go back to TikTok and just create my own content. Um uh but I just think that I might as well just do that on my Instagram. And um because um what I see on TikTok is people just redoing the same um uh the the trending sort of videos that are going on like you said the um over my shoulder um sort of video and then the um the one that was big last year was the um the the dance sequence to, to oh was savage uh, uh no it was actually uh the the weekends uh, blinding lights song
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: uh, yeah, I, I I saw that everywhere and there was another there was just numerous other ones that I kept seeing. And again, I I'm not ch- taking away people's fun or a- anything from it, but as me as a creative, I just find that a little bit I wouldn't say disheartening, it because because is it isn't. It's just frustrating because you know, like you're, you're not really separating yourself from anyone else. You're just jumping in, but just because it's
0: popular. Oh, no know, I get that. I think also something to be also bearing in mind is that the saturation of these different apps. And I think TikTok in general, like you look at something like Vine and obviously Vine was very popular for years. And obviously then it had its big drop off where they weren't paying creators. People were not inspired to make content on there as often. And there was a big purge where a lot of the Viners went to YouTube and now have made yeah. their success on YouTube. Mm. The same thing is happening again with TikTok in the last two years. People have been transitioning slowly away from using, YouTube, uh, using um, TikTok to YouTube. And actually, I think... I think a YouTuber put this pretty well like in like so many words to say that YouTube is like is like the dream kid like you're always going to have YouTube around for creators to basically go okay maybe I should go to YouTube I'll make a better job yeah like once I once I can transfer my audience from TikTok to YouTube YouTube will be paying me money CPM for every video and mm. the police going to be get, I'm going to get brand deals from like, you know, VPN or Surfshark. And you're just going to be off to the races. Like you, you, like I say, like, look at the Vine stars that came out, like Logan Paul and obviously, unfortunately, his brother, Jake Paul. Obviously, they both came from Vine. Um, from Vine, and Vine. Like, yeah. Look, look at them now. Like, look, Logan Paul is like one of the biggest creators on the platform now.
1: Yeah, they're the earning millions, like, just making really stupid videos, but that's how they started. So,
0: yeah, so you they're think just. That, like, if you're going to have that like progression where a platform is trying to be its own thing, TikTok should still state its own thing and same with reels. Like yes, reels copied TikTok. That's not important anymore. No one cares about that. Like if you say to, if I, if I, if I said to you, Owen, ah, oh, I can't believe they made reels. It's so unfair. Like TikTok should be its own thing, And you'll just be like, it's business deal with it. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. That, that's what, that, that's what I'm thinking. And you Know and, and but that's the thing is like it's not discouraging people to advertise. I got a tick tock, go there and follow me. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not saying that at all. But the thing is, it's like it's just basically saying, um, if you're going to share your content, you might as well advertise saying, I got a new video on TikTok. tock, go there now, or something mm-hmm. like those lines um rather than say just
0: in a way that like with instagram stories when that first launched people uh not Instagram sorry sorry igtv first launched people were literally like repurposing content from youtube instead of making original content yeah like i think the future of that was actually like making the content applicable to the platform like there was a lot of big youtube i don't know if they're still doing it but like there's some big youtubers like um good Mythical morning the youtubers Red Link. Uh, they repurpose a lot of their content and what they just happened to do was in the in in the vertical video video form that they were creating uh, the They were taking their YouTube videos like little clips on their YouTube videos and they were basically doing it. So like it would basically like move the camera over to who who was talking. So it basically like, you know, like um, uh, like tracking. So like it would basically go, OK, Brett is talking now. Let's move the camera to him. So it will move the vertical video from link to Rhett. Right. And instead of the video having to be uh, all jarring and maybe like turn the phone to the side or something like that, they repurpose the content. They put the same content together, but to make it so it moves with the flow of who's talking. And it makes right. it less jarring, then, doesn't it? Like, that's the way to do certain content, not just repurpose it and stick a watermark on it like TikTok's content, you know? Like, actually yeah. original about it.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And um, so, yeah. I I'll be interested to see you know what my friends will say about it because um, they because mm. um, I know a few friends that got quite a following on um, on TikTok and the fact that they won't be able to potentially um not be able to share those TikTok videos to Instagram so they're going to have to advertise saying I got a new video up go over there now and that will hopefully bring more followers to their tiktok and also you know in instagram so therefore
0: i mean there's nothing saying it wasn't it's still not uh it's still okay to share it to your stories because like they're just 24 hours like there's not. Yeah. Op- there's quite clearly an option in the share sheet when you go to tiktok and you share a video like there's the little stories plus icon with the, you know, mm. the color the little the instagram color logo and everything so like they don't Even TikTok doesn't care that you share it to your stories on Instagram, that's fine. But when you're doing it to Reels, like, you're actually just downloading the video and then uploading it as its own new thing when it isn't a new thing. It's just a rehash, essentially.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So I just think... You know as somebody is like i mean it's probably you know it's probably easier for me to say it but even though because you know for me to cre- create something original is fucking hard oh, no, um,
0: it's not it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination but
1: it's just i i get a bit frustrated when you know all they're do yeah like you said all they're doing is like just extending the same video from TikTok and then just re-uploading it on um, on reels so, and it's just kind of like uh really
0: okay all right it's just not so. um it's just not productive at all.
1: No, not at all. Um, and, and,
0: and if you're expecting us to watch that reel and then go and check out your TikTok, then you've made two errors in one go, in my opinion. Ex-
1: I mean, that's the thing. That it's kind of like, well, do you want me to go to your TikTok or do you want to just stay on Instagram? Like, it's, I, it's know, lazy, I, isn't it? I'd rather, I'd rather not do that. I'd rather you tell me to go on TikTok
0: hmm. then
1: then, um, you know, go either, uh, you know, e- go both. And I'm just like, honestly, I don't really use TikTok. So I'm just going to stay on Instagram. So, no. I mean,
0: I might log into TikTok like once or twice a month, maybe. But, like, I don't really open the app that often. I,
1: I, like I said, I just made one video. I probably followed a few people and deleted it quite soon.
0: After. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, I, um, we're not, you know, saying, like, that's, instagramers haven't gone and made like a good amount of followership on on tiktok like we we both know a, f- a friend named alina who has actually got a big mm. following on on tiktok not just on instagram like she's got over 10k on instagram but she's got like nearly 250,000 followers on tiktok i'm like whoa that's mad that's absolute madness isn't it
1: but it's just—it's crazy, like you know what you know makes it trending. Um, you know, with um, doing those type, those tech, those kind of videos that are trending. You know, like the uh, the the bloody lights dance routine, or the over my shoulder sort of videos, or you know, even just um, you know on the women's side of things, like just showing their lingerie or just their boudoir sort of reels, or even with men, like just um just showing off basically
0: i think I've... one of the best uses of reels is people doing their like outfit of the day like like uh, or even like how they customize like little differences in their outfit like they'll go like yeah here's look number one here's look number two look number three and like they can do that in like 30 seconds like they only yeah need it's seven i think
1: i think it's cool i think mean, it's cool like if you want to show off like what you got or whatever and if it makes you look even feel good and look good and everything then by all means but for me i just like like if you want to be creative do something try to do something original like um i don't know just anything i I
0: did you might you might have seen that i've done some videos like showing like little behind the scenes little bits from uh, like clips from like my shoots yeah those do pretty well
1: those are fine like i have nothing uh wrong with that because it is might be original but you just have to do your own stamp on something so yeah
0: i go back and like look at my instagram really quickly i look at my instagram um my reels so out of all so i've done quite a few different reels now so i did one uh from a shoot back in the summer that's got 254 uh views uh then the next one is from another shoot in london 200 uh, 635 and then one that i shared on my story 2606 that was my. that was also my profile and then another one 1302 that's on my profile um, a simple little two, i think like three second clip nearly 700 listen uh, views and then two of the ones that um that, i mean these the last two the last three that I've got like close to like five six or seven hundred or 800 uh views have been on my profile very briefly and then removed It's so, like even then they're like they're, they're doing fantastic like that just shows you that like there's good scope for it and like for me i quite like the fact that like I could just put a query really quickly A real quick behind the scenes clip together for somebody to look at as opposed to doing a whole igtv video which like takes a lot longer
1: yeah no definitely yeah so yeah um i think in in short um just do your own thing and not creative on the platform stick to tiktok
0: or stick to reels don't do both at the same don't do both at the same time repurposing content make content original for both or just yeah
1: exactly yeah for sure
0: so uh, yeah, I'll say uh, we're going to get onto the the, the juicy stuff—the video and TV, st- uh, oh, video and TV, <laughs> film and TV stuff. Um, mm. I'll say this is coming out just before the next episode of Wandavision, episode six. So we're not going to like touch on this for too long because obviously we'll be a bit out of date by this time it comes out. Um, but yeah, we're 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 actually like really really excited right now with Wandavision, aren't we?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Like and the the, the way that has been going has been really interesting and it and i think that the fact that the you know the 30 minute um episodes um you know it's enough to you know keep people's interest like they're wanting more out of it instead of you know trying to stretch it out uh over an hour each hour long uh, episode, and the fact that keep they're keeping it um Eight is it eight episodes? The, the uh, I think
0: there's supposed to be nine episodes, but then there was—you might have heard there was a rumor that like there was going to be a tenth episode that would make it like a week apart from the Winter Soldier right. and, um, from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. Yeah, which, um... I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be hating on. Make it ten episodes; that'd be quite nice.
1: Yeah, ex- I mean, but like I said, like don't. You know stretch it out longer than you need to No, um no.
0: like i mean obviously spoilers for everyone who's like obviously last time we spoke uh in the podcast was episode three so obviously episode four and five have happened since then so it's yeah been, so yeah it's been nearly three weeks by this friday so yeah
1: okay so i'm looking at that now and it's yeah there's nine episodes yes. um so yeah, we only got four episodes left. So, um, it's been interesting because obviously the obviously the first episode was it started like in the nineteen fifties.
0: It was based um, around exactly what the show was like. Trying to yeah,
1: explain. and then the the second episode was the sixties, and then the third episode was the seventies, uh, and obviously the, the fourth episode was a storyline that happened co like uh currently with the, the third episode. World, yeah and, yeah and then we got the fifth episode set in the 80s which things got really interesting
0: um so like we say spoilers but essentially uh this is something that Wanda's created
1: yeah it's like something that wanderer like as quote-unquote recasted mm. so because and... she's obviously
0: she's obviously like in this time period right now they obviously like showed um uh what's the name of the the lady that like came back from the blip what's her name um
1: Oh god, yeah, I, I know you're talking about it. I just Lighting had it. Blue. <laughs> I just had it, I just had it in my um uh uh because uh, uh, I was gonna say I I saw it in the IDB credits and she said Geraldine, but it's not Geraldine. It's um, Monica Rambo
0: mother it was obviously she she came back from the blip in, in, uh, in a hospital
1: yeah because um obviously her mother who was played by lasana Lynch in Captain Marvel mm. she played the mother who was a friend of um in of Captain Marvel and um yeah so the fact that she uh, you know spoilers for episode four but she came out she was um snapped out from Thanos's um you know figure snapping mm, and engaged, then yeah and i'll say she came back Obviously when hulk uh, snapped people back into existence and um that was an interesting part because because um we didn't get to see that when obviously he did it and we just saw
0: everyone just appear essentially it was
1: just appear yeah exactly and we were like oh okay but it was he i'm just thinking
0: see. you sure it was hulk i'm sure it was Iron man <laughs>
1: Uh, Iron Man snapped. <laughs> uh, no, so Hulk did snap people back into existence. And, I'm, uh, and Tony Stark was the one who got rid of Thanos uh, when he snapped.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I, I get that bit confused because I've not watched Endgame since, like, pff, ages ago now. I mean, I'm really pleased like with, like, where the storyline is going now because, obviously, now we're getting our very first appearance of S.W.O.R.D., uh, which we haven't breathed mm. in yet, but we've heard of loads about. It, and, obviously...
1: Well, if- they they made the first appearance in the after end credits of Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. They did, yes. And because I remember I remember seeing it and then I had to look over it, like saying, you know, what is sword? and then it was supposedly
0: like a, meant to be the new division.
1: It's like the new, it's like a more sci-fi version of um of Shield essentially,
0: which is interesting because it for 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 those who've been watching the Marvel Agents of Shield series, you'll know that um Daisy Johnson's supposed to be coming back as part of S.W.O.R.D. And she's supposed to be like in deep space in like this future stuff. So like this might be part of a new show or it might be a continuation of Marvel Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. But now in the current phase of the MCU, S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. is basically the new S.H.I.E.L.D. essentially. And obviously in that episode, Rambo is basically like asked to go and check out this this problem that's going down in Westview. But then mm-hmm. the police officer doesn't know Westview exists for some reason. Yeah,
1: because they said, um, where are you guys from? Eastview. So it's like a town that just you know, mysteriously just appeared out of nowhere. And you know, and we still don't know, you know, the why it's uh, you know, why it's out there. Um we kinda
0: know why it's happened though, because obviously they showed us uh, they're, one sho-
1: they're showing three. bits and pieces as each episode goes along. So we're kinda trying to get a grasp on what is unraveling as it goes along so for, i mean again spoilers that if you've not seen it um yeah. so in was it episode four or five when they saw the cctv footage of yeah Wonder i think it going... was
0: episode four because i remember like they 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 looked they looked back some of the some of the uh the cctv footage oh yeah yeah, yeah that's the right. base out there and obviously the lady that was doing all the like the investigation along with oh what's his guy the guy's name is the one he played
1: um yeah i know who you're talking about he's the it's, guy who played
0: uh, kim jong-un in the interview movie in the, the interview yeah he's a lovely um, actor i love the guy uh it
1: is randall park that's right and, it randall jimmy, park, yeah. and jimmy woo that's it. jimmy
0: woo that's his, honestly lovely lovely actor honestly mm and um he's got yes. a really good smile as well hasn't he like, he's good he was he was
1: he was in he was in a really good netflix comedy um called uh you will always be my maybe um, I that. that's good uh, it's so good but yeah no so um uh it's it's interesting because obviously uh, there's a bit where uh wonder goes into the sword um headquarters and finds visions uh body being um
0: Sort of of him, I guess.
1: cut, cut. I guess cut up because obviously he died from uh, when Thanos took the um, the mind gem, uh, the mind stone from his
0: head. Obviously and, he was dead because that, that's the thing that powered him.
1: Well, that was the th- that was the thing like people said like, why didn't Vision come back? He died before the snap. So he did. He got his, he literally
0: had it yanked out of his head, didn't he?
1: Yeah. So anyone that died before the snap won't come back. Um, you know to you know as it were so yeah so it's kind of like obviously because obviously we had that that quick glance of uh vision in episode 3 if you remember when uh Wanda looks back to uh vision yes
0: and he's got he's got yankees face He's still gray. got
1: this gray clear eyes and everything and that was kind of freaking mm. so it so it's kind of suggesting that she's been animating him from the dead so so she's it's basically
0: intre- created this this landscape uh, and like this whole like so like i think people were like memeing it on twitter saying like it reminded them of the simpsons movie when there's in the dome
1: <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah makes sense um, and, but i like and- it
0: though because it's it's very a very creative concept like obviously we know they're not copying the simpsons but, like it's just sort of relatable but like the the design of the this the town obviously like was very like sort of like okay this is very interesting how is this happening like and we was thinking for the well first it's interesting few, like, were they in time back in time or was it just like yeah like the, the way the wavelengths that they were getting on those televisions are like like they were checking all the stuff out and everything And it was basically saying she was broadcasting her own sitcom essentially
1: yeah and it's interesting to know you know why she why is she doing like why is she going through like making a sitcom in different decades
0: and, and she's got people basically like like plotted out in the town and like they don't even know that they're there
1: no, they're, like, under the control. And and that also brings up the whole thing that even Vision is starting to have suspicions about the whole thing. I mean, the trailer and... for the
0: next episode, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the episode six trailer yet.
1: I'm... Each time I see, like, you know, there's a sneak preview or whatever, I just avoid it and just watch it. Oh, like...
0: mate, I unfortunately ha- saw it. But, like, honestly, it, it basically just, like... It checks all the boxes for what I'm expecting. To yeah. So like, I ain't that asked about it.
1: Although I did see the trailer that um uh, that she wears her comic book accurate mm. uh outfit, which is kind of interesting because people are like, "Why did not she wear the comic book accurate?" I'm like, "It's it's a bit ridiculous." So she,
0: needs to um, she I think she kind of needs to be like in tune with her with her you know Avengers look, doesn't she?
1: And it, the thing, and the funny thing is like um. Uh somebody mentioned this in uh, on Instagram, you know, there's a scene where she comes to meet the people, uh the people at mm. SWORD and someone mentioned that it seemed very similar to when Magneto in the first X-Men sees the uh, the police uh you know with the armed response, the way they're doing it. And obviously if you know your comics, uh Wonder as Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are children of uh Magneto. So the fact that they made kind of a reference to that is now kind of like, well, now because obviously uh, the uh, Marvel Studios um, uh, is part of Disney and Disney owns 20th Century Fox and that's kind of opened up to the fact, you know, obviously they're making their own uh, version of Fantastic Four soon. So it's kind of like, are they kind of slowly kind of referencing that instead of being um, that... uh, Scarlet Witch is a um, what's they call it? They they called it an enhanced in the MCU, but are they going to slowly say, you're actually a mutant? Mm. So, are they going to go in that direction?
0: There was a scene in episode 5 where, it's funny actually, but the actor's name is Catherine Han, but she's known as Nosy Neighbour. She hasn't got an actual name. Uh, Basically comes around to Wanda and Vision and like There's a scene where she literally goes, oh, did I get my line wrong? And asks if she could restart. Yeah. Um, And that's that's like, that just tells you something is messed up as hell.
1: And that's even Vision is starting to pick up on it. And even by the end, by the episode, Vision is like, no, 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 don't put the, the, don't roll the credits. Like, you know, I'm not done here. Like, I need to know what the hell is going on? And obviously, and then you got
0: those two kids that became like they were babies at the start of episode. Yeah, four, they said I they those... said they were
1: babies and they were like, you know, children. And then they said, You're not allowed to have a dog until you're 10 years old or something. And then they just grew up to be 10 years old.
0: Mad. So and we just it, we it, know that that's one, one, doing that the whole time.
1: Yeah. And then there's even parts where, even when some of the people, you know, they deep subconsciously, like even now, because obviously when Vision was at work. And um, again, spoiler alert for those who don't want to know, is skip a few minutes, seconds or two. Um, uh, Vision uses his powers to take the mind control out of the person, what that person at work. And he's like saying, I don't know where I am. I don't know what data is. I just don't know what is going on. Please help me. Mm, and, it's, it's you know. Scary. And it just makes you go, like, again, it's this whole Twilight Zone episode where it's just kind of like, you know, you're just constantly questioning, like, what is going on? And even probably some of the people who have read the comics may know what... Because obviously this is a reference to House of M and um, a Vision comic series where he imagined him having a family. Mm. Um, And so... It's interesting what they're going to do with that, and um, obviously where this is going. Because obviously, again, we've got former former episodes, which is like two hours worth of material we, we've yet to see.
0: That is something that I actually would like to make a point of. That they the episodes have got longer now, which is good
1: yeah no for sure and again i'm i think the way that they've been doing it is much better than um uh, than the the mcu series on netflix they've done because i think yeah, the fact that they were almost an hour long each episode and they're, they're like, they were like there were 13 episodes each season and my problem is that um i i mean the thing is i enjoy the daredevil series and the Punisher series and but obviously everyone has their own preferences but my yeah, problem was, it was great but my problem with the, you know, with even the good seasons and all that, is like the middle part of the seasons, the middle episodes were just filler. And if Very they say good. like, yeah, and they've and to me like if they just put it just as eight episodes, hmm. uh, but but still keep it an hour long, I think they wouldn't need to fill up as much and i think w- you know us, with yeah. and i think with wandavision they've done it they've done it really well the fact that they're keeping it like th- 20 to 30 minutes long still keeping your interest each time and it's the same they've done with the mandalorian um mm. keeping it uh thirty minutes long and you're still interested you're still invested to be fair, so i it's... didn't even
0: know that um the mandalorian was only half an hour long
1: no, I mean, I think there were a few, maybe a few episodes, like maybe the begin, the first episode of the first season is like a, an hour long or something, but the most part, they are like 30 to minutes long. To be well. fair,
0: a lot, there are American shows that tend to do like a big filler pilot episode, and then like they go back to like a 42 minute episode, something like that, don't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about like HBO shows, they tend to be like always... Um, an hour long i mean there's some series um that are like half an hour but that's like very few, that's like a minority but mm. but yeah i mean i'm i'm liking how you know one division is coming so i'm excited to watch i mean obviously i won't be able to watch it on um, friday because i'll be busy filming
0: all day that's it on saturday probably yeah.
1: probably yeah I mean,
0: as far as i'm aware just looking at rotten tomorrow recently uh one division actually is in the top five right now of the of their ratings Oh really? My... Yeah, I'm just trying to trying to load rotten Tomatoes, tomatoes website or tomatoes, whichever whichever you like. Tomatoes, tomato.
1: Tomato. Tomato.
0: Yeah, I, I can't get their website to load, but I m- re- remember reading that it's. That- I did
1: see that they were fresh. So, I mean,
0: hmm. let's have a look. Wonder Vision Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, here we go. Let's see what it got because I, I believe that it's nearly a hundred. One hundred percent. Yeah, because
1: because apparently on the Marvel TV scorecard, it's um, apparently it's number. F- uh, hang on, let's have a look. So it's number two at the moment. Oh, 90- oh on that, yeah. On what tomorrow? It's ninety three percent. So it's done really well. So it's um, it's just behind Marvel's Agents of Shield, which is ninety five percent. And interesting.
0: then I think that's probably because the last series was actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, and then third would be Marvel's uh, Daredevil, and then number four would be Legion. Uh, then fifth would be oh, Marvel's Luke Cage. Okay,
0: ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I heard about Legion. Legions. A pretty popular show at the minute. Although I'm, I don't know if I'm really into the idea of that show, what, it, what it's about. But that's that's for another conversation, obviously. Yeah,
1: exactly. But yeah, no, so so- the
0: uh, the underlining thing we got here we, we're basically saying is that One uh, Division is actually living up to uh, expectations that we were hoping <clears throat> for and expecting. So, ha- especially any more happier right now.
1: Especially the reveal at the very end of the episode really mm. shocked me. I was like literally saying what like shouting what The worst like, part about ever- it
0: was, I think, was the fact that like a lot had happened in that last five minutes that for then that to happen it was just like 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 someone was setting off like that someone was setting off a bomb but then they thought okay let's just get loads more bombs and just go yeah. for a bigger theatric it's like the big the big firework boom at the end you know kind of thing
1: yeah no yeah, for sure so yeah i'm i'm really interested to see what they're going to go like are they going to go to the 90s like next so who knows yeah
0: the yeah, say we're going to take a very quick break and then we're going to talk about the uh the golden globes right or the yes the,
1: the the golden globes, golden the moment, globes yeah. so yeah
0: Yeah, back in a moment. See you in a bit. Hello everybody and welcome back to the final part of this week's episode of What Topic? And we're gonna hand over now to Owen to talk about uh the Golden Globes that just happened
1: recently. So obviously um, you know, the awards season has just just kickstarted out with the Golden Globes, and then we had this you know, the Screen Actors Guild. Um, but the one I'm gonna be talking about, which is probably what people have been talking about, is the various um snubs and surprises of the Golden Globes. Uh, two in particular. Um, so um if you haven't seen them, it, you know, very like the top, I think the top three films that have been nominated is probably uh, Mank. Uh, nomadland and i believe um uh young promise young promising young woman i think um but it also made a bit of um made um a change of history a change of pace where it has uh three female directors nominated for best director um nice. for the golden globes and there's only two male directors have been nominated which is a bit which is david fincher for for mank and uh aaron sorkin uh for the netflix film uh trials of the chicago seven um but yeah no, it's it's been a interesting one but yeah there's been a few um surprises and snubs uh, in, uh, with that so you know the first one i'm probably going to talk about is the uh the, the 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 brilliant um you know bbc um series um i may destroy you um starring and written by um uh, cole um so that has not been nominated um it got snubbed um for best limited series and best actress in a limited series, um, which is shocking, quite honestly, because I, I watched it just because of amazing word of mouth and or see the, the critics' reviews were just mm. you know, just buzzing. And even when it um, aired on HBO Max uh, in America, like it's it also got a lot of recognition, uh, for it. And it's to me, it's just it's just baffling to know that the golden globes um will be more than willing to nominate something like emily in paris um which is from what i can gather is about a a series of an american influencer living in paris and wants to be liked when i may destroy you is dealing with a woman about trauma and something that should be talked about and be normalized about talking about and Mm -hmm. It's just, it's it's just. It, it, I don't know what it is. It's just like, what is it that you know made the Golden Globes not willing to nominate a film like, uh, not a film. Sorry, uh, a a series like this is. It's just, it's just so strange. It's just like you want to. They want to be inclusive, but they're not willing to. Um, give recognition to a serious subject matter as personal as trauma. Um,
0: Honestly and... speaking, I think it's it's really like it's like a backstep because if you look at like uh, not last year, the year before, like when um, obviously that that mistake happened with La La Land, and obviously La La Land didn't win.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, um, was um, it was Moonlight that moonlight one of the best way. picture.
0: That was a good example of like at the the right film winning for the right reasons and as yeah. you say emily in paris like i haven't watched it and i've heard people say that it's pretty naff anyway like it's, yeah it's basically just as naff as like the kissing booth and obviously that's a problem well own.
1: it also made headlines that the the people in paris were very upset with the depictions of Parisians mm. in the series yeah, so that, yeah so the fact that you've met, you've basically decided to give a, a to give a nomination to a series about a woman wants to be liked and it be an influencer versus a British TV series that deals with sexual abuse um, and and uh, trauma is. It's just baffling it and it and it was seriously honestly one of the best t- uh, shows that i watched last year like it was i binged it like because it was it's only 30 minutes an episode mm-hmm. and i mean it's it's a strange binge because obviously you know the, the subject matter is very um can be very depressing and dark and in certain things but it's also funny as well and um and it, yeah it's just um it is it, honestly, it just hit the right marks, and the way it ended, it was so absolute, co- complete genius. The way it ended, yeah. and um, so yeah, that, and the fact that I, you know, I, I I heard, you know, just not that great reviews with um, Emily in Paris, and the way I heard that the premise is basically an influencer living in Paris, and just wanting to be liked or whatever i was just like oh okay i it just did not interest me whatsoever. i mean i can always i mean i can i can look at that in my own instagram already you know it's like i don't need to watch a series about that so um for
0: me like it makes me think of like tv shows that have won awards in the past like i know for a fact the bodyguard won a lot of awards didn't it from the bbc
1: um i that's a good question because that was a great that was actually a great Honestly, series i think that mm. is
0: probably and people might argue with this but i think that might be one of the bbc's best tv shows in years like mm. uh, the night the night manager with tom hiddleston is definitely up there as well but i think the bodyguard hit such a really top note like it was like oh my god i can't wait for next episode like it's so grippy yeah yeah like like, it really like touches you where like you weren't expected to feel like obviously that might sound weird like saying that like that but no um... gripping thing
1: no but it's you know i mean it it did win uh best performance by an actor in a television series in a drama which went to richard madden which rightfully so mm. um it, it did get nominated for best television series a uh, drama and then it got it got nominated for a few emmys uh with outstanding drama series uh writing for a drama series then it won um a bafta mm. for i remember that uh and then it got nominated again um so yeah it's it got recognized so it's it's just bizarre like a series like i may destroy you just did not get the same recognition with the golden globes as it probably did with say like you know fleabag which is another great series
0: um, i think maybe what it is and i'm sure you'll agree with me is that sometimes some tv shows and films like wherever they're from in the world like they fall through the cracks not on purpose but it majority of the time it is on purpose i feel like and as you say like this instance a netflix show which let's be frank here obviously i know netflix shows are now regarded as content that can win awards which makes sense obviously i'm not disputing that but i think the thing the the thing that's regarded as very um like troubling and also almost a bit offensive to people who have watched these shows and know that they're deserving of awards like there's no. There should be no. There should be no doubt in that mind. Is it, I mean, it's the same situation when La La Land was like said out on stage, and obviously it was meant to be moonlight, and obviously yeah, everyone makes it. It makes sense because moonlight was brilliant. Um, and then obviously that uh that that career movie um uh, what's what's it called? Yeah, uh, Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. Like even that. Like, and you, you just it makes you think that like lower budget shows or even maybe higher budget shows that should or TV shows uh so TV shows or movies that shouldn't have been. Winning awards over ones that are making good use of that money and making a very compelling storyline that is gripping and doesn't it's more
1: impactful. And, um, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, with the whole thing with the um, the Oscars, there's always like two films combating each other. So, last year was uh, 1917 versus uh, Parasite, and 1917 was basically winning best film at the Golden Globes, the Producers Guild, and the BAFTAs, and everywhere. So, for the fact that Parasite won at the Oscars was a complete surprise Mm. and you know right for i mean to be honest like each those two films are equally as brilliant as each other they're very different to one another and so it didn't really actually bother me that parasite you know one best picture
0: i mean Uh, i will be fair and say that like maybe maybe the golden Globes aren't like completely like like fucking over like some films when when you say about you know Mank obviously Mank won an award and that makes make plenty of sense to me because I I went to watch Mank and actually I forgot, I haven't forgot to tell you about it actually I went and watched it and I really enjoyed it actually yeah I As mean I who hasn't watched um you know what's that word uh is it, was it um what was that one that uh Citizen Chris... Kane was it Citizen oh. Kane um oh, was it the um. Uh, in Hollywood, what's that one called? Um, what's it oh, What's Upon a Time in
1: Hollywood. Yeah. For
0: someone who hasn't watched that, I still managed to understand Mang, which is good.
1: Yeah, no, I, I just, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge uh, David Fincher fan. So just to watch anything that, I mean, this was a passion project for him because obviously that was uh, his father's screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, that he wrote and he's been wanting to make that ever since the late 90s but apparently the studio said we don't want to finance a black and white picture which is like bizarre which is like all right it's weird isn't but, um, it like if
0: you look at like that tv show that's blown up here in the uk the one about chess right
1: what? oh the the queen's camper yeah that's
0: a is that that's bbc uh, or was that netflix
1: uh, it's netflix oh netflix. Um, no, my
0: bad my bad but like but, even that like like that's like a very like like, and that's
1: got and that's got numerous yeah and that's got numerous awards uh mm-hmm. at the golden globes and uh everything else and yeah it's just it's just strange that you know obviously fleabag made a huge hit uh both in over here and the u.s so the fact that you know um a, a show like i may destroy you um only just now i was gonna say like it did it did have a slight redeeming part of it like they um it did get nominated for a screen actors guild with Michaela cole's performance um so it's actually doing so it's actually doing something overseas in america but the fact that it didn't get any nominations at all at the golden globes is just it's insulting in a way for me at least because i i you know i did i really did think like uh, the show is absolutely brilliant
0: it's really shocking really because i'm just like looking at here it's got 8.1 out of 10 on imdb and rotten tomatoes gave it 98 it's it's in the same realms as one here for example
1: it's like... it's it's so good and yeah but like i said like you know wait i'll, I'll i this is the, another reason why i never really take the golden globes seriously oh, no, no. i i've never taken it seriously for a very long time it's just because you know people go there to get drunk and make it for themselves and you know obviously you know god bless that um uh rickard gervais like has stopped hosting the awards whenever he he was probably the, one of the only few reasons that, to watch the show was when he would you know take stabs at um certain people and um yeah, it's just, um, and another thing that um, that got a surprising uh, nomination, excuse me, when a lot of people were pretty pissed off about was um, James Corden getting nominated for his performance in uh, The Prom. Um, and the reason why it, um, there's a lot of talk about it is because he was playing a very stereotypical, campy uh, gay man in the film in the series or oh, it's, it's a film so no, sorry it's a film it's for netflix mm. and um yeah and people and especially the, the gay community are pretty pissed off because here's the thing so i actually talked about this with a friend of mine in the states um who um she's part of that community the lgbtq community um and we both had the same perspective so we don't have anything against uh straight act straight cis male actors playing gay men like for example like we used was um uh, Heath Ledger and Jake Ginhall, uh in Broadback Mountain*. I have nothing against that because that was done in a very respectful, very genuine sort of portrayal of a relationship. Mm. Whereas uh, James Corden's performance is simply a mockery of the the stereotype of a gay man, and the fact that they gave a you know a Golden Globe nomination, it's just an absolute joke. And... I
0: guess without me, I can't really comment on it because I've not seen the film or I haven't seen enough context of it. But for I know for one thing, it's more likely to be the the production house's fault than it is James Corden's fault because James Corden is a really good actor and a really good like overall personality. I have no quarrels with James Corden. Like he has. I think I've got the utmost respect for people like him who went and made it big in the states, and he still, you know, he still calls back to home like all the time. Like he never, he's never left his roots be- far sure. behind him. And um, so, I imagine, I imagine that his role has just been like really cast with this sort of like bad like, Cloud and, and everything like that is because of the production house and not so much his acting. Because, like, I don't think his acting is, by any stretch of the imagination, terrible because you only have to watch Gavin and Stacey. He is fucking amazing in that show. He wrote that show. He starred in that show. He directed the show. Like, there's no... There's just... The bottom line just really is that I don't think it's his performance which is the issue. I think it's the fact that he got cast and was told to, to, to act in that way and it has basically pissed off people more than his persona himself but
1: but my problem is is that you know i mean you are right on some aspects like he was he was he was directed in a way to betray in such a way but he also had um some say on the way he could have portrayed it so he could have told the director like um this is not the way i want to be perceived or i don't want to portray this gay character as a campy stero- stereotype. Like, I actually want to portray him as a, basically a normal human being. And the fact that he just acted in a way that is mocking uh, the, gay- the gay community and, you know, the um, and so um, that is why a lot of people in the, um, the in the gay community, which is in the LGBTQ community, is pretty pissed off the fact that they they even they even said this before he got nominated for Golden Globe. Like they just did not like his performance in the prom. And um yeah, I'm gonna to have to agree that I'm I'm not a fan of James Corden. I just I just person it's just a personal preference. I just can't stand him. Um and the fact that he could have he actually with his power and celebrity, he could have still said, um, look, um I get what you're trying to do. Um I do not wanna be viewed as a camp stereotype. I wanna make this uh, person as just a normal human being who just so happens to be gay. Um, But he didn't do that. And from what I've seen in the trailers and clips of it, it just looks like just cringeworthy personally. And um, and I just think, I just think, you know, the way that, you know, the people responded, it just speaks volumes that we need to change that. The fact that if you're, if you are going to portray a gay character in a TV show or a film, you need to do it in a very respectful way, or at least it has to match the style and tone that you're looking for while still not being a mockery or anything that uh, old, tired, uh, stereotype cliche of um, things that, of of a betrayal that we've seen one too many times. And um, uh, so it, it's just, it's just a problem. And, and the fact that, you know, we're still having debates about we should be looking at a proper representation of the, certain communities. And um that's just you know my take of it and obviously that's oh, what yeah. I've been taking from listening to other people that are in within that demographic. And um yeah, and it's just it's just really insulting to him being cast and um I think anyone that you know i just think uh anyone who's who directed it and people were cast and think it was a good idea should maybe get a slap
0: i guess guess what you're really meaning to say though is that like as you've already said like i feel like i don't know if you're gonna go over your own words when you say this when you say when you said that like it's not it shouldn't be it's not an issue for any actor to portray a you know someone of someone who's maybe gay lesbian but it's the way that they go about doing it so what you're what you're really meaning is that like why did they cast him like that? Not as a case that, like, why did he do it, right? Like, why did they cast him like that? No,
1: I, I, I still think it's a mixture of, you know, why did they cast him? Why did they cast that particular actor? And uh, Why did he do that? It's a mixture of uh, loads of things that it just, mm. for me, that I just think it's just really, a really strange thing. And, um, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, to, to, to be honest, I think, like, as I say, I can't really have a full opinion myself because I've not seen the, I've not seen the film. I've not really seen any of the trailers for it. Um, and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, for, for, for me, like, I understand these things happen and it's unfortunate. And, like, I, do, I don't do agree with, like, you know, over overdoing, you know, a, a role in a position of somebody who isn't gay and it's straight. I mean, I I I get that like he has a very quirky personality, which is probably part of the reason why they they cast him. Which fair enough, fair enough. Like if he's got a very if he acts a bit campy already, then that's fair, okay. But then like it, it's what going one too far, obviously, isn't it? That's the difference. What they
1: if they wanted to cast him, they should have just let him be. I mean, I guess that that's probably maybe the problem. Like he could have just been himself. And not put this sort of like campy persona, which again, it's just like probably a lot of pe- straight people may not see it, but from reading and listening to what you know the people in the gay community have been saying, it to them they saying it's just a mockery, and to be and it just speaks so many volumes when a whole entire community has issues with your represent representation and portrayal of such characters and um and it's the same thing like i have nothing against um straight actors playing gay no, characters or no. gay actors playing uh straight characters um because um you have you've got um i can't remember the actor's name but this the the lead actor in mindhunter who um was in, also in hamilton mm. and um and He's gay, but he's playing a straight actor. Um, he's been having uh, a straight uh, At the end a... of the
0: day, what we're basically saying, as like an overarching theme for this, what we're saying is that if you're going to pl- play that part, you need to play it with legitimacy and not and not like prehistoric uh expressions of how gay people used to be. No,
1: and it's, it's it just makes me think about the representation like
0: they used to be uh portrayed. Sorry, that's the word. I'm well,
1: there, well, there was a documentary that I me- um, I've mentioned to a few people. People called uh, disclosure which is on Netflix I don't know where if it's uh showing on, in America, but it's in the UK and on Netflix. It's definitely worth watching because that's a documentary about representation of the trans community. So where it started where it was like it was just, you know, a laughing stock for men dressing in drag. And then over the years, like it has got better, but it's been very, very slow. The oh fact yeah, that... you've
0: got like representation of of you know different themes in something like, you know, RuPaul's drag race in the UK and the US. That's that's yeah uh, that's getting better, obviously. I, I think those shows are brilliant. Like, I like I know family members and friends who watch that. Like, and uh, just like, embracing, you know, that side of people's lives. Like, if you want to go up and dress like that, fair enough, go for it.
1: Like, yeah. Just... But the fact was, like, you know, we we we've, we've had um, shows in the two thousands. Like uh, one in particular where Fanka Janssen played um, a trans a trans woman. I mean, she's a tr- she's a woman. She's a cis woman. Um, playing as a trans woman in the show. And it's done, it was portrayed like when the the cat, the other character finds out that she is um, was a man, that it's done with such like horror or revelation or just anything negative. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's taken them a long time to get into a, a representation where they are casting people in the trans community, like Levine Cox, for example, from um, uh, Orange is the New Black. Um, so this is what i mean with George, james Corden getting nominated uh situation is the fact that you know a lot of pe- critics and a lot of people criticized his performance and the fact that they gave him a golden globe which probably um won't mean anything uh, uh, after a while but
0: it just it it may not people it's, may not it's, take it's a, it I seriously it's a chip on the, know, it's a chip on the shoulder isn't it
1: yeah i mean people may not take the golden globe seriously i mean i don't no, but it, it but it still says a lot when you're giving a nomination to a performance that is it's oh, just no, it,
0: it's it's the meaning that the meaningfulness of the awards will start to fade over time but the the overarching overarching offense that they've caused will still rip, rip, ripple for a little bit at least and
1: it it's you, and again people may say who gives a shit but the problem is that you know it that people will mainly look at it and going you know that is what people oh, no, I get you. are giving like, nominations it's, 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 it's for, and therefore to we're it. gonna do the we're gonna do the same thing over again. But unfortunately, we're gonna have to they're gonna have to make vo- their voices more loud and and more yeah. noticeable. To say we don't accept this. Stop doing it. It's, so it's
0: it's, it's it's ignorant to ignore it.
1: Exactly yeah, yeah I sure. say
0: I think that's probably a good place to end I'll say obviously because it's it's quite a big topic it is and obviously we're already quite far into the episode right now but obviously for those who are listening to the episode and anything we'd like to know what you have to think you know like send us a message on Instagram or send us a voice note on the anchor app you can and like, you might get into in a future episode I'll say yeah uh, it's been great episode you know talking about quite a lot of different things this episode and I' say it's probably been quite a long one again not' well... that we are
1: yeah i mean it's been a while since we did the last episode and i guess it again i guess it was i guess it was obviously a mixture of like being on purpose that we left it this long because again like like i said we keep saying is like we're locked down so we kind of let things build up so we got a lot more to talk about and um and obviously you know as um you know vaccinations are rolling out and you know we'll hopefully soon get out of the lockdown within just uh, just uh, in a month's time that, um, I mean, there's certain few bits and pieces that i'm looking forward to like i i mean i'm not excited about this but i'm interested to see um Zack snyder's uh justice league which is obviously in america's coming out on hbo max but it may potentially come out in sky over here um, in the uk mm. um, and they released photos of jay Lotto's uh joker in the movie which mm. is interesting and um and a, and there's going to be a trailer uh dropping on valentine's day so That'd be interesting to talk about. I um,
0: think, uh, there's something that I'm looking forward to that's going to be developed. Today. Like there was a trailer for the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which basically was yes of the I'm, Mass games.
1: Yes, so I'm really sorry. excited for that because I remember I played. Um, I haven't. I hadn't played the third game, but I did play <coughs> uh, one and. But I did play one and two. So and I absolutely love. I'm not usually a fan of RPGs because I. I couldn't really get into Fallout or mm, the Elder either, or Elder Scrolls or anything like that. But I tried p- to play. play. It. But playing Mass Effect for some reason, I just got really into it. The storyline was very
0: engaging. I think that's what helps it.
1: It was sort of like Star Trek meets Star Wars and Babylon mm-hmm. Five and all these great, you know, sci-fi properties rolled exactly, rolled yeah. into one. Um, yeah, and it, it, uh, for the look of the um, the, the graphics uh, side of things, it looks great. Like it, there's a few enhanced... It's not like a remake, like Resident Evil Two, for example. No, but it's no, more, no. it's more like a a a a, a, a re, like I said, it's a remastered version of. Apparently, a great the trilogy. graphics
0: are going to be like way better on uh, Mass Effect One, because obviously Mass Effect One will look quite ancient.
1: Obviously. Yes, yeah, like Because that came out in the PC and Xbox 360, and then obviously the second one came out a few years later, I think. Mm um but i'm yeah i'm i'm so excited to get the trilogy because i believe
0: we've we're not going to hear now much more though until close to release date which i think is may it's, so it's
1: may 16th i think yeah it's
0: quite a long way off at the minute so like it's, it's exciting but like as you say it's not something i'm too excited about yet because it's like a long way off still
1: it's kind of like the whole situation i mean it's not really that same situation but it's kind of like waiting for a film you're looking forward to and you're like i'm not going to be excited <laughs> until i know it's definitely going to come out
0: no time
1: so. to die <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or, or like or be d- d- disappointed like look, cyberpunk <clears throat> um <laughs> oh god yeah which speaking of um yeah apparently the pat the new patch that came out on cyberpunk is still not playable it improved Uh. certain bits it's more better on the playstation and pc than it is on the xbox um yeah and so i'm still gonna wait for another patch that's supposedly coming out
0: this month Hmm. um but yeah so yeah i'll say guys thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the what topic podcast of course we have been your host josh Deakin at mr josh Deakin, and
1: i'm owen burkett at owen.burkett
0: until next time we hope you stay safe wear your mask and of course enjoy all the stuff that's going on the I mean, like i mean we're getting better with content now so it's you know we're, 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 we're roughing it the best we can
1: yeah we're getting there so for sure
0: yeah until next time take care and we'll see you soon bye bye see you see you then mm-hmm.